High interest rates, volatile markets, and recession talks could be standing between you and the retirement you plan for. Some easy adjustments could make all the difference. Coming up on today's show. And now, Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. Hi there. Welcome to the show. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And this is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. They're advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. They've helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement. A little bit about Kevin and Robin. They have a combined 40 years experience in the retirement planning business. They are fiduciary advisors, accredited investment fiduciaries. By law, they have to have the best interest of their clients. Very important aspect when you are looking for a financial advisor. And let's see, all the things we talk about on the show each week are things that, you know, when you meet with Kevin and Robin, they'll be discussing with you because these are really important topics for retirement, like uh, wealth accumulation, tax minimization strategies, Social Security, and so much more. So I'd like to welcome Kevin and Robin in to the weekend. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. How are you doing, Gary? I am hey. doing great. Hey, Gary. Hey, Kev. How, How are, are you? you? Oh, I want to remind everybody that if you miss any of the show, well, you shouldn't miss the show, but first of all, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to penalize you for that. How dare you miss our show? How dare or yell at you. Uh, But anyway, you can catch the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes, wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. But don't miss the show. We're here doing the show. We're working our tails off, and you're missing the show. That's just not fair. Anyway. I'm yelling at our listeners. That, that's never a good thing, you know. Don't do that, Gary. We want them to still listen. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me apologize to all of you out there. All right. Seriously, though, uh, high interest rates, volatile markets, and recession talks could be standing between you and your retirement planning. Now, there are plenty of financial strategies, tips, and rules of thumb uh, folks turn to when assembling their retirement plan. Unfortunately, with the economy plagued by market volatility, high interest rates, and talks of recession, the retirement planning rulebook has changed. So here we go. In an effort to shed light on how these changes may impact your bottom line in retirement, we are covering a few of the classic retirement planning rules with a practical application of each rule in an unpredictable economy. I can't believe I said all that. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to say, Gary. <laughs> exactly. Let's start with this one. Uh, we know about this one. You guys describe it for me, uh, for our listeners. Uh, what is the 4% rule? Well, the 4% rule is typically a distribution uh, percentage. So uh, if you have uh, $2 million worth of assets and you're going to draw down um, 4% of that, so that's about $80,000 a year. Um, and uh, by doing that, uh, hypothetically, uh, if you assume a 4% distribution rate and a 4% return, you maintain the integrity um, of your accounts over time. Uh, what the 4% rule doesn't include is market volatility, because um, obviously you're, if the market's up, uh, maybe you're not drawing down 4%, but if the market goes down, uh, then you could be drawing out, uh, as an example, in 2008 and into 2009, if you were drawing out 4%, you were probably drawing out more like uh, 8% for a period of about a year or two or three. And so, you know, the problem with that uh, is that you can find yourself getting in trouble if you start drawing out those higher uh, percentages because you sort of, you know, as you're drawing down, it's very difficult uh, uh, to regain the positions that you've had, uh, namely because uh, the only way to really get back what you'd lost is to not spend. And for a lot of people um, in retirement, not spending is not an option, or at least it is for people that that we have as clients. I'm not sure that not spending um, is an option for anybody. Well, Um, and and the interesting thing, I read an article just recently by a gentleman that I follow, Dr. Wade Fowl, and he had written about this 4% rule, how this rule came about when people were were retiring in 1966, and it was based on a 30-year period of study um, over the, I believe, 60s and 70s and the 80s. And, um, and how that was a safe number to use during those time periods. But, you know, as we move forward, 4% may not be the best. Um, I mean, we use it in our planning as our minimum 
baseline. But as we all know, in reality, um, you know, there are other factors that determine whether you use the 4% rule or 5% rule or, or whatever the rule is based on your scenario. Yeah, I mean, I, th- the bigger, I think that the bigger issue is that um, it's, I think it's okay to use a 4% rule um, as long as you've deployed um, some risk mitigation tools um, where you're minimizing, you know, big changes in the market um, and minimizing that exposure, uh, looking for um, asset classes that generate, um, you know, lifetime income for you and your spouse uh, to make sure that you have the ability to sort of ride through those times. Um, and again, that, that goes, a lot of that just goes back to the planning process is that if you do a plan, you can anticipate a lot of those things. Uh, so what Robin and I always try to do is integrate, okay, well, what if that ha- this happens, you know, what do we do? You know, what's the, you know, what's the, what's our, what's our course of action? Um, so as part of our planning process, we incorporate, uh, some of those big swings and some of those big changes to make sure that it minimizes, you know, what happens to the execution of your plan during your retirement years. So in your planning process, do, would you advise them to, you know, change their lifestyle or if they have a good solid plan in place, uh, the 4% rule doesn't become carved in stone? Well, it really depends, though, when you're doing the planning process, too, what are your expenses, which is why we always ask the question. We know what we get the income needs, and then we look at the expenses um, that require those that certain level of income, and then we try to make some adjustments to see, because at the end of the day, it's really based on what the client is right. spending, mm-hmm. what they need to withdraw, what their steady income sources are, and trying to make all those um, dynamics work, so whether it's 4%, 5%, you know, you've got to make it work. We, as planners, have to make it work based on the right. data that you're providing. And if we need to make adjustments, you know, that's why it's important to do those annual checkups, too, to kind of look at everything so that you have a you have a handle on where you are from year to year. Because we do we'll do lifetime planning. But it's not static. You have to you have to reevaluate. Yeah, it you got to make course corrections for right. it. It's just mm-hmm. as simple as that. I mean, again, if it, you know, I always use the example: you're going to drive from Atlanta, Georgia, to Chicago. I mean, you're not going to, you know, get in your car from Atlanta and and draw a beeline from Atlanta <laughs> and hope that you land in Chicago by going. Uh, With that Atlanta traffic, yeah, you might by, by, by going northwest <laughs> because chances are you're probably not going to get there. So you got to take a map out. You got to map it out. Um, you got to, you know, there maybe there's road construction. You're certainly not going to drive it all in the same day. So you want to plan it out. And by planning it out, um, you can anticipate some of those things. And it makes riding through those bumpy times a lot easier. Mm-hmm. 800-757-6062. 800-757-6062. Or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600 600- 700. All right. We're going through some of those uh, tried and true rules of thumb. Let's get to the next one. The rule of 72. This is a simplified uh, formula to help you measure the uh, compound interest can impact your investments over time. Explain the uh, rule of 72 to our listeners, guys. Sure. It's pretty easy. It's uh, any interest rate divided into the number 72 will tell you how many years it takes for your money to double. So simple math. Um, You make 10% on your money. Um, in seven, so 10% goes into 72, 7.2 times. In 7.2 years, if you have $100,000 and you make 10% return on it, you're going to have $200,000. Um, so that's a, uh, uh, we use that, uh, but it's more of an informational to kind of give people, uh, give clients a sort of line of sight on what they're doing. Uh, you know, when we're doing our planning, um, we're we're forecasting out, uh, and uh, you know back to what we talked about in the with the four percent rule. You know you want to be able to when you do a the, the whole premise behind doing a plan and Robin will echo this is that we get to play with the what if game, meaning that you can go in and say okay, well what if this happens, and you can actually see it. What if this happens in five years or eight years or nine years? You can go in there and you can make an adjustment to the plan and you can actually see what happens live. And then you can have a discussion with the client as to, okay, well, if this happened, what would we do? You know, what would be the course of action that we would take? And I know Robin does that uh, with, with, with clients all the time. 
and it's important because it gives them peace of mind. Yes, and, and another, um, I know at least on the managed money side of things, we have clients that are that'll come in a new client, prospective client. They'll come in and ask, "What is your rate of return? What you know? What what have you done on these portfolios? What's your rate of return?" And we talk about the rule of seventy-two, but. Um, as everyone knows, when you're dealing with a stock portfolio, there's no fixed set amount of return on that account. So you have to use an average, which goes back to the planning process. So if you're planning and you're looking at your income, then when you're when you're evaluating those stock portfolios, whether you're making the, you know, whatever it is, you know, you're trying to achieve, um, for us, it's just about the income. So look, I mean, everybody that we talk to, everybody that comes in to see us, we positively inf- affect them and we improve their situation in some way, shape or form. Um, the way you lose is by not acting. So we leave openings on our calendar every week for listeners to come in um, and we will actually do a plan for you Uh, we will do that free of charge Uh, if your if your uh, plan is a drawer full of statements or hope is your plan or you know you're afraid to uh, to actually take that stuff out and kind of see where you are uh, you know, you, you can't run away from it. You got to take action. You got to do something about it. And we can help you with that. Uh, we work with people just like you. So give us a call, call the office. We will do a plan for you. Uh, we're going to ask you to bring certain documents in. And Robin, what else do they get when they come into the office? Yes, when you come in and bring those documents, we will analyze the documents that you provide. And with those, um, if you bring in a um, a good assortment of those documents, we will provide a fee assessment risk analysis, you will receive a tax analysis, and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan, all at no cost and no obligation, just by getting on our calendar, pick up the phone, give us a call. Um, We've got William standing by, and again, you will receive a risk analysis and a fee assessment, an income tax analysis, and a customized lifetime income plan, again, at no cost and no obligation, just for calling or texting today. All right, great advice. 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E to 600-700. We are going to take a short break. Back with more of Kevin and Robin, Wealth Over Taxes, in just a moment. What's up next? When it comes to claiming Social Security, there are many factors to consider, many questions to answer, and many wrongs to right. Coming up, we're going to take a look at Social Security and some of the most common questions that come to mind. Welcome back to the show. The show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. I want to thank you for joining us, spending part of your weekend with us. A little bit about Kevin and Robin. They are accredited investment fiduciaries, which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients. They have over 40 years combined experience in retirement planning business, and they've helped hundreds of clients plan for their retirement years and all things we talk about on the show each week we know these things are really important to you whether it's wealth accumulation asset protection tax minimization strategies and in this segment we're going to talk about social security so let's uh, right dive into this now do you know when you are going to begin taking your social security benefits what about your fra don't worry you got you covered your full retirement age and the age you start receiving social security benefits will be vital as you start refining your retirement blueprint of course you have to properly lay the foundation for your financial future it's imperative that we understand the basics when it comes to social security there are a few gray areas that could stand between you and uh, how your social security is going to work for you so let's get into this kevin and robin let's talk about social security some of the do's and don'ts and some of the questions that people have sure uh so you know the biggest question that we get from people is you know when do i take it um and and, and Robin and I talk about this, I think we probably talk about it almost on every show. The, the process for electing Social Security is a calculation. Um, so, you know, we talk about quantitative decisions, decisions made on facts and on math. Uh, and then we talk about qualitative decisions, which are, fact, which are decisions that are made uh, on emotion, which will go back to our 60-40 rule. You know, 40% of what we do is financial management, 60% of what we do is behavioral finance. If you manage the 40, the 60% will manage itself. So when do you take? It depends. It depends on, 
It depends on what your circumstances are. Everybody wants to maximize their Social Security benefits, so part of our planning process is putting that um, those Social Security dollars in there, and we ask you to bring in your Social Security statement so we can look at your Social Security at, at the various ages which you can retire. And we just, based on your situation, is what we're going to choose for you or what we're going to recommend. We You make the final choice, but it really is that that basic. It's just what, what are your needs? What do you need um, for your income? And we throw that into our calculators, and we come up with that number. So there's no... Um, um, set way of yeah, doing it. Yeah, there's no set way. And everybody is different because everybody has their different thoughts on Social Security, when to take it. But for us, it's purely mathematical. Yeah. And it, I mean, obviously, there's some um, other um, other things we take into consideration. But from our perspective, we're looking at what is your income need? What do you have available to generate income? Are you what still are all, working? Yeah, what are all those sources? And then that determines whether you take it before your FRA at FRA or even after FRA. So, yeah, I mean, um, it's so if you elect, so as an example, we had somebody in here uh, last week and we were talking to them and, and they were working uh, and uh, said, hey, well, I'm, you know, I'm 62 now. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to elect. And so, you know, Robin, what happens? I mean, if you elect and you're still working, I mean, you get a reduced, yeah, well, it's a reduced a re- benefit, but also if you, you the know, the tax piece of that is yes. like yeah, is detrimental. You're doubling up, yes. And sometimes, um, depending on your scenario, if you are working and you're drawing your Social Security, if you go over certain income thresholds, you have to pay that Social Security back. And we actually did have a new client that that happened to, but we helped her get, get things in order and get that money paid back so that she wouldn't have, um, other issues That's yeah right. by the way yeah. if you so if you're in that situation where you've elected uh because maybe you didn't get the uh, the proper guidance when you elected and you're still working you know you can pay back what you've taken out of social security for up is it up to a year is it a up year? to a year yes. yeah up to a year so you have a year after you actually go through and do the election process to change that and you can actually pay the money back um, and then it'll reset your Social Security uh, holdings, and it'll also uh, reset the fact that you'll be in, you'll still get your increases in Social Security, you know, uh, as you get older. So again, it's a it's a calculation. It's really important to make sure that you get it right. Um, Social Security is not an entitlement program, by the way, folks. And I know a lot of people talk, well, it's an entitlement program. But it's not. No. You've been paying into it your entire working life. Right. It is your right to take that back out again because it's something you've been making contributions to. Look at your pay voucher, payroll voucher. You'll see it right on there. Yeah, but I, so, a lot of folks, just let me think for a second. A lot of folks don't realize yeah. if they're working full time, that threshold, the amount of money you make uh, before you start getting penalized is really low. What is it, 21500 like, something like it's, that? It's, yeah, I think yeah, it's think- twenty-one five. I think if you make over $21,000, you give up, um, I think, a dollar for, for every, every dollar, for every $2 that you make. Right, right. So, you know, if you make $70,000 a year and your Social Security is twenty five grand. You know, the next fifty. If you make seventy thousand, the threshold is twenty. Well, you're fifty thousand dollars over the threshold, and if your Social Security is twenty five grand, you're basically giving back everything that you're. So you're getting the twenty five thousand dollars from Social Security, but you're giving it all back in yeah. taxes. So, yeah. I mean, why would you do that? Yeah, right. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, a friend of mine found out that the hard way. I had to leave it at that. By the way, yeah, not good. Uh, by the way, the show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. Their advisors of Infinite Wealth Advisors. I want to give you the phone number you get on their calendars in case you want to discuss Social Security or, or other things we uh, talk about and get a plan together for a more confident plan for retirement. That's where you really start. Uh, you start by picking up the phone, 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700, all right? And uh, don't forget, if you miss any of this show, you can catch the podcast Wealth Over Taxes wherever you get your podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. All right, so uh, let's get back to Social Security, the do's and the don'ts. And Yeah, and I do want to add on, Gary, to the no, comment before we – I'm sorry to talk all over you. I wanted to comment on the what we were talking about before the, the little break there. Um, you can – I mean, you can work – 
and draw Social Security. But like Kevin said earlier, there's that income limit, but um, which I think it is now, up to, I think you said $21,000. But in the year in which you retire or you can, you're hitting your full retirement age, there's a, a window, a three-month window that you can, in 2023, if that's your window, you can make up to $56,000 prior to your window. So those are some little tidbits. I know there's a lot of misinformation when you, and even when you call the Social Security office. So um, you just want to be clear. And if you have a question, just come in and see yeah, us. come so in we and can, see us because we can help you figure it out. Right, and right. Because they do, they do take you to task. Social right. Security Administration does take you to task on that and they will send letters. So you just want to make sure that you're making the, you know, the best decision for right. your income planning but you don't want to penalize yourself and, and once you reach full retirement age you can make as much as you want to right there's right? no Correct. limit on what you can um, earn yeah that, that that's true but if you're going to continue to work beyond full retirement age so let's say your full retirement age is 67 and you're going to continue to work and let's say your your actual exit date's going to be 70 um you know, unless you've got a really valid reason to elect Social Security, we typically would tell somebody uh, to push that off because you're going to get an eight percent increase mm -hmm. in the payment amount from sixty-seven to seventy. I'm not, and we I, mean full-time work. Yeah, we have right. people that retire and then do yeah. part-time work, but we're we're talking full-time work. There, it really mathematically doesn't make sense to generate both unless you have been faced with a situation where you have to have that additional those additional dollars and then again in that scenario yeah, everybody's different yeah everybody's yeah. different and, come and, in and yeah see we've us. had people that have had unique situations where we've said hey it's probably best that you go ahead and elect but um but generally speaking you know you want to be able to get that that increase uh from 67 to 70 because that can you know that can be significant you know, you can end up getting a, your payment can end up being, you know, 24, 25 percent higher at 70 than it is at 67. You know, one of the other questions that comes up is, well, my spouse didn't work. Um, so what happens? And uh, so if you elect early, uh, your spouse can get half of what your payment is. So if you're, you have a spouse that didn't work, but you work. Um, and your Social Security is $30,000, and that your spouse is going to be able to get fifteen. That stops when you hit full retirement age. So you it maxes out. So one of the big questions that we always get is, well, if I continue to work to 70, and then I elect, and I elect the higher amount, does my spouse get the higher amount that I get at age 70? And the answer to that is no, they don't. So it, whatever your full retirement age is, that's the line in the sand. If you have a non-working spouse, they will get half of whatever your full retirement age benefit is. And you have to elect in order for them to collect. So, And that's a good point because we've also had questions on um, if a spouse passes away, will the surviving spouse get both benefits? And the answer to that is no. You will get the higher of the two. Some people, yeah. I think, have been led to believe that they'll get both payments. Yeah, and that's, that's not just, true. Yeah, and so, you know, again, you're, you don't uh, you don't want to be in a. Yeah, you don't want to be. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to be in that situation. So again, it, you know, doing a plan will help you get through that process. Um, and so, the, you know, that piggybacks on. You know, that look, everybody that we meet with, we improve their situation in some way, shape, or form. So, if your plan's a drawer full of statements, if you haven't done a plan, if you're if you're worried about, uh, you know, if you're embarrassed about coming in to talk to an advisor because you don't have a plan, don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta take some action. You gotta do something. Get your line drawn in the sand. Uh, and the way you do that is to come in and see us. We leave openings on our, on our calendar every week for listeners to come in. We work with people just like you. So we, we have all kinds of people come in here. It's fine. We have an open door policy. Come in, see us. We can help you, and we will do a plan for you, and we will do that at no cost and no obligation. And we're going to ask you to bring some documentation in with you. Uh, and when you do bring your documentation, Robin, what else do they get? Yes, by bringing in that documentation, which will be provided when you um, speak to William that is standing by, um, he will give you a list of items to bring in for that meeting. And we will provide a fee assessment and a risk analysis. 
you will receive an income tax analysis, and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost and no obligation just for picking up the phone, giving us a call, or sending us a text message. We've got William standing by. All right, folks, no cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications will be, how much income you can securely generate from that. Once you do move into retirement, just pick up the phone, punch those numbers in. It's really important to get on their calendar because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Stress-free, peace of mind. Pick up the phone now, punch those numbers in. Like I said, 800-757-6062. 800-757-6062. Or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Do not put it off. Nothing to lose. No cost or no obligation. And remember, if you miss any of this show, you catch the podcast Wealth Over Taxes wherever you get your podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. All right, we're going to take a short break. Back with more of Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin and Robin. What do you guys have uh, coming up next for me? When we come back, we'll walk you through a real case study of one of our clients. the show i'm your consumer advocate gary nolan this is wealth over taxes with kevin sullivan and robin woodlock their advisors of infinite wealth advisors thank you for spending part of your weekend with us if you're just joining us a little bit about kevin and robin they are accredited investment fiduciaries by law they have to have the best interest of their clients we always tell you very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor and all the things we talk about on the show each week are the things we know that you're really interested in. We just spent some time on Social Security. We talk about tax minimization strategies and wealth accumulation, asset protection, and so much more. I just want to comment on something uh, you said, uh, Kevin, uh, before we wrapped up the last segment. Uh, open door policy, except I walked up there one day, and they quickly <laughs> locked the doors and turned out the lights. So I don't know why they did that, but, you know. <laughs> Gary? Robin, Robin did that. I did not oh, do that okay. to you. I right. saw you coming, Gary. <laughs> just wanted to make sure, but now I'm good. I In think. that case, use the back door, Gary. Yeah, it yes. was not me. <laughs> I have a back I would, I would never do that to you. I know that. I totally did. I told you. I'm just totally teasing with you guys. All I right. Uh, so I let's. Uh, I love when you guys tell case stories because these are, these are real people with real stories and things you've done for them. And, you know, I love, you know, we do the old disclaimer. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. You know, like the old. Uh, <laughs> That's right. To protect drag, the innocent. Dragnet or something. Kevin remembers Dragnet, right? You know. I used to watch Dragnet too, just okay. some reruns. There you go. Okay, <laughs> we watched them for the first time, Robin. Okay. So I, <laughs> all right. So let's seriously let's get into our case study. This sounds like a great one. All right. Let me set this one up, and then we will go into the plan details. We've got Steve, who is sixty-nine, and Mary, sixty-seven, who have been clients of ours for a number of years. Steve is a retired engineer, and Mary is a retired healthcare worker. They came to us in 2017 and had about a million three in assets that would serve as their retirement nest egg. Steve is very detailed, as only an engineer can be, and Mary simply wanted the peace of mind that they could safely retire on the assets they had accumulated. In addition to the asset base, Steve and Mary also owned a vacation home where they wanted to spend more time together and participate in the lives of their children and grandchildren. Steve and Mary have no debt and live a fairly modest lifestyle. Over the years, Steve has become very risk adverse and one of his biggest fears was another event like 2008-2013, a five-year period where people close to retirement who didn't have a plan of action were caught in the biggest recession in recent history. Many of those people had to push retirement off by five years until they got to back even, which is not a plan. We met with Steve and Mary several times and developed a plan of action for them that provided direction and the peace of mind that they desperately wanted. So the details on this are, this is a interesting, it's an interesting case because I had a lot of moving parts to it. Um, uh, this is a, <clears throat> when we met with, with Steve and Mary for the first time, um, it was a classic uh, they had been to multiple advisory firms. Um, everybody was sort of doing one thing here, one thing there, but nobody really assembled an action plan for them. So they had a bunch of different parts, uh, some of which they got right and some of which they didn't get right. Uh, 
but there was no real plan of action. Um, and so, you know, and, and frankly, we see that um, we see that more often than not, uh, where you know that people will go see an advisor, and the an advisor will do one or two things, but doesn't really formulate an entire plan for somebody. Um, and 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 it, from my point of view, I always view that as you're going to see a salesperson. You're not really going to see an advisor. Uh, but that's just my humble opinion, if there is such a thing. Uh, so, you know, that was, a, you know, one of the things that we had to do here is we had to unravel a bunch of several things for them. Um, they did get a couple of things right. Um, they had uh, an annuity product uh, that was designed to generate um, income for them, uh, and that was going to be executed when they retired. Uh, their Social Security uh, was about $54,000 between the two of them. Um, uh, Steve's Social Security was significantly higher than 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 Mary's, uh, but you know, good Social Security numbers, uh, and you know their lifestyle, you know, is somewhere in the ninety thousand dollar range. So again, going back to our um, you know our four percent rule, you know, you got fifty thousand dollars worth of Social Security, you got about a million two or a million three of assets. You draw down four percent, that's going to generate another fifty grand. And so, you know, they're right at where they need to be, which is that $100,000 a year. Uh, you know, Steve, his biggest concern was he rode through the 2008 and 2009, uh, you know, downturn. Uh, that these folks came in to see us back in 2000 and, was it 2017? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Uh, so they've been clients of ours for about five years. Uh, but he, he was the... Even though 2009 was was uh, eight years late or eight years prior to us seeing them, uh, that 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 thing was that whole event was still pretty fresh on his mind, uh, and he was pretty nervous about uh, you know pulling the plug, not working, and then all of a sudden uh, having a big market you know a big market turn down, uh, and then you know he would have to work longer than what he was anticipating. Uh, so we ended up. We did a we did several things for them. Uh, we 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 chose some asset classes to produce some uh, lifetime income uh, that would go to either one of them, so one or the other. So if one predeceased the other, the lifetime income would go to the other. Uh, they had a pretty low risk score, uh, so the other asset classes that we that we designed for them. Uh, did not have a lot of risk. We're just trying to we're just trying to get or trying to maintain the integrity of the accounts while they're drawing down. Uh, they are spending time in their vacation home. Uh, they paid off some ancillary debt that they had. It wasn't a whole lot. I think there were some cars um, that they needed to get paid off. Um, and 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 then they've got obviously it's on some assets that they have under management uh, that. that uh, that we oversee, um, and that's that's managed, you know, pretty conservatively. Uh, I know Robin does a lot of interaction with them, uh, so uh, you know the things that they do have under management don't really vacillate a whole lot. No, it's, it's a, very conservative. There, uh, it's an as-needed pool of money for um, trips or you know other um, novelty things. Not a lot of activity there because they're not drawing down from that. So we're keeping it very conservative. Um, they you know they draw off that annuity that you know they started getting income from, and I think we we stacked a couple of other um, income producing recommendations to them. But I mean, essentially, what they do is they're they're making about uh, I think their uh, the original plan of action was that they should be making about eighty eight thousand. I think we've got them at around ninety six thousand dollars a year. Yes, um, not. Uh, so not paying a lot of income taxes on that. Uh, so, uh, you know, half of that's going to come from Social Security. Uh, they've got required minimum distribution uh, that is going to – that started last year for Steve. Um, and Mary, who's going to have required minimum distribution, which will actually start next year in 2024. Uh, but the, the, the assets that they are drawing down on currently are actually offsetting – the required minimum distribution that they've got to take out of the IRAs. And for those of you that, that are new to the show, required minimum distribution is an amount of money that you must draw out of your individual retirement account uh, when you reach age 73. Uh, so it's a, it's a mandatory amount. 
Um, if you don't draw down your mandatory amount, there are penalties from the Internal Revenue Service under Secure Act Two. Um, it's a 25% penalty if you don't draw out uh, the correct amount. In this right. case, you know Steve's requirement of distribution is about $34,000 and some change. Uh, so again, add that to the existing 50, and there's not a whole lot that he needs to make up there. You know he's got to pick up another, you know maybe $10,000 a year um, of income to hit their income number. Uh, but they live very comfortably now. Uh, uh, you know, Mary's you know, feeling really good. They both know that they're not going to ride through a big wave, uh, you know, in some type of recession that is apparently this morning when I was on my way into the office, uh, you know, that the, the, the recession uh, fears are back on the, on the forefront. Um, so going into a recession, originally they, people, we thought we were going to have a soft landing. I'm not so sure that's going to happen now. Uh, so, again, these are folks that, that these are these are real concerns that people have when they come in to see us. Doing a plan for them help them get beyond the fear part of that. So, again, 40-60 rule, 40% financial management, 60% behavioral management, manage the 40 the 60% manages itself, um, Steve's not going to be in a position where he's going to make a knee-jerk reaction if the market starts to vacillate or the market starts to change uh, because they're, they're, they're pretty set. Uh, some minor adjustments that we make every year for them. Uh, but the, but, but they're, they're on cruise control for the most part. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in a really, really good spot. Yes. So, yeah. look, everybody that we meet with, we improve their situation in some way, shape, or form. With these particular folks, we ended up taking them on as clients. Uh, we still manage them to this day. Uh, so, you know, we're not trying to pigeonhole people into, into certain things. It's like, you know, a plan is a plan, and the plan is specific to you. So if your plan is a drawer full of statements or you, worse, if you don't even have a plan, you need to get one, okay? Hope, I can assure you, is not going to be a plan. If, you ha if, the, if, if, if not having a plan is that's something that's broken and you got to fix it so we leave openings on our calendar every week for listeners to come in and we will do that plan for you so the excuses can't happen anymore because now you're getting that done and it's not costing you anything so call the office come in let us do a plan for you it will open your eyes it'll give you line of sight on things that you need to do and we're going to ask you to bring to bring some documentation in and if you bring your documentation and robin what else do they get when they come in by bringing that documentation in to allow us to analyze it you will receive a risk analysis and a fee assessment you will receive an income tax analysis and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation, just by picking up the phone, making that phone call, or sending a text message. We've got William standing by. All right, great advice, Robin. 800-757-6062. They're standing by at Infinite Wealth Advisors. That's right. And the number, again, 800-757-6062. Or text INFINITE to 600-700-INFINITE. William is standing by. Your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan, a personalized comprehensive retirement plan. Get yourself all set up for a more confident plan to retire, stress-free, peace of mind. Still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. One more time on the number before we go to break, 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE to 600-700. And a reminder, if you miss any of the show, Catch the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes, wherever you get your podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. Going to take a short break. Back with more of Kevin and Robin, Wealth Over Taxes. What's up next? When we come back, it's time for questions from listeners, and we've got some good ones this week. Welcome back to the show. With me, Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock, and I am Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. The show is Wealth Over Taxes, and Kevin and Robin are here each week at this time. I'd like to thank them for joining us. Thank you, our listeners, for spending a time with us, and Kevin and Robin have helped 
hundreds of clients plan for their retirement years. They are accredited investment fiduciaries, which means by law they have to have the best interest of their clients. It's always a very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. Covered a lot on the show already today. We talked about Social Security and so much more. And these things we know are really important to you folks, whether you're in the retirement red zone or maybe you're retired already. You need to know about wealth accumulation, asset protection, tax minimization strategies. Of course, we talked about Social Security in an earlier segment as well. So this time, what we're going to do before we get to this, I do want to remind everybody that you can catch the show on the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and go back and listen to uh, prior shows, too. And they're all labeled as a description of each show. tells you uh, what uh, is in store for the show in case something has an uh, interest uh, specific in mind. All right, so let's get to our questions. Gail, all right? These uh, all came in from the podcast, by the way. So thank you for sending your questions in. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I have a 401K with a company I retired from this year. Can I convert those funds to my Roth IRA? Now, I don't want to convert all of the funds because the tax bill will be too much. Very smart. Now, can I convert just part of the funds to my Roth IRA and then roll over the rest of my 401k to funds through a traditional IRA? Uh, what do we have for Gail? Well, Gail, thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it very much. And so you've already retired. So based on that, you um, there were some strategies that we could might have been able to use um, while you were still employed with that company 401k. Um, the answer to the question is yes, but I think you've already had the presence of mind to realize that if you do convert that, um, it would be a huge tax bill. So we'd want to do a tax analysis to determine what, if any, of those funds that you'd want to um, want to convert and see if that makes sense for you. Um, also, just know that when you um, do this conversion into the Roth IRA, because this is con yeah considered a Roth conversion, um, if you do not have any other Roth IRA accounts, that five-year seasoning period starts when those funds hit that Roth IRA account. So, which, um, mean, which means you got to hold on that when you convert that, you can't touch it for five years. So that's what Robin's talking about. So if you convert, you if you need that, if you think you're going to need that money in the next five years. Uh, you can't you can't touch that. Uh, so you want to make sure again having a plan helps you determine what that looks like. But that five year seasoning period um, is enacted at that point. So right, and even if you had a Roth option in that four hundred one k, when you convert when you roll that out, you still have to set up a Roth account a Roth IRA account that starts that five year. Um, window, but it sounds like um, you just need to come in and visit with us and let's put a plan together and I can run some tax analysis for you so I can tell you how much that would cost for you to make that mm -hmm. um, make that transition to a Roth and if it makes sense for you. Now, if she converts uh, the rest of it to a, a traditional 401k, there's no tax implications because she's already paid taxes on that, correct? Or am if I wrong? She, well, if you roll it, I'm sorry, repeat your question, Gary. Okay. No, no, <laughs> yeah, if you roll yeah, that to I, a it, traditional IRA, right. if you just do a trustee to trustee transfer from to the a, 401k, yeah, from the 401k to, the, to right. the traditional, right. there's no tax implications okay. for that. But she's but, talking about converting. Yeah, there's, she's yeah. talking about, yeah, because when you move money from a, mm. um, a 401k, if you're moving it into a Roth account, that's considered a conversion. Gotcha. Okay. And that's when the taxes become due. And so, again, before you make a huge move like that, I'd want to run an analysis for you because it's shocking to me how um, people make those and I'm not saying this about you Gail that just make the broad statements about making those transactions and then they look at the um, the numbers and it's really staggering so we want you to make a good informed decision so come see us a lot of people will do Roth conversions because they hear somebody talking about it and you know an advisor or a friend or a workmate yep. might make a make a suggestion for you to do a Roth conversion and just because it's good for them doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you. So, again, you want to plan the work and work the plan. So you want to see if it's beneficial for you, how is it beneficial, what's the financial impact. And once you go through all those steps, now you have the information that you need to make a competent decision 
about whether that makes sense for you to do or not. So I know that sounds like I'm lecturing, but uh, a lot of people make emotional decisions about that. Well, my neighbor did it, so I'm going to do it. It, it may be good for your neighbor. It may not be good for you. Goes so you want to make sure you go in there with your eyes open and you do it because it makes financial sense. Goes back to the 60-40 rule you always talk about. All right, let's get to Peggy. Right. I'm four years away from retirement. I already have enough uh, income for retirement. I have a year's worth of expenses in my checking account. Is there a certain balance I should keep in a checking account when my retirement accounts are all set? Well, good for you, Peggy. What do we have for her? Yes, Peggy. Thank you also for listening. And that is, um, you've been listening to the show because that is. Yeah, you're on a short list yeah. of people. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got your um, you've got your expenses stashed away in your account, so that's great. Um, that question though is about a certain balance to keep in your checking account. It really depends on you. I mean, we we when you come in to meet with us, we we give you ranges of minimums that we think that you should keep in the checking account. I always tell clients, um, God forbid, there's a death if you have a spouse and there's a death of a spouse and you have to pay for a funeral or medical expenses, you just want to make sure that you have some cash on hand that if something immediate like that happens, that you can just access that cash. So that's really a personal preference, but um, you've definitely done your homework with leaving your uh, year's worth of expenses in your checking account. That is great. Yeah, generally, we like to see minimum nine months. I mean, a lot of people use a six-month uh, rule for, for cash on hand. You know, in your in your bank account, Robin and I usually like to see nine months uh, minimum, uh, and in a lot of cases, we like to see twelve. Uh, it, again, it, it depends on your circumstances, um, but uh, nice work, Peggy. Uh, so it sounds like you got that. It sounds like you got that in order. And thank you again for uh, for listening to the show. Hang on, I'm pulling up my checking account here. Hang on. <laughs> uh, Thirty nine. Uh, the doors are locking. Thirty nine dollars eighty seven cents. Not bad. Okay. Uh, by the way. <laughs> you think I'm? You don't think I'm serious? No, I'm not. I'm serious. I know. Uh, you are serious. I'm lying. Listen to you. Uh, the show is Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. They're with us each week at this time. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to give you the phone number. Get on their calendar for a more confident plan to retire stress-free, peace of mind, and a way to have more than thirty-nine dollars in your checking account. It is 800-757-6062. 800 or text INF. F-I-N-I-T-E to 600-700. And if you miss any of the show, don't forget you catch the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes. Wherever you get your podcast, don't forget to subscribe. All right, let's get back to our uh, questions. All right, let's see. We had Peggy, Gail. Peggy, thank you so much for your questions. And we gave you the phone number for you guys and everybody else. Uh, John, uh, also from the podcast, an IRA is being willed to me if I inherit before the age of 59 and a half can I send it directly to my own IRA, and what are the tax implications? Good question from John. Uh, Good question, yeah, I'll, John. I'll, I'll give you the thank short you answer. Thank you for listening, yeah, John. Yeah, thank you for listening. The short answer is no, and then I'll let Robin address the long answer. <laughs> exactly, yes. Um, if you inherit before 59 and a half, and it's not, if it, this is non-spouse, obviously any non-spouse, you have to set up an inherited IRA account and those funds have to go into that inherited IRA account. And then with the new Secure Act rules, you have to take a distribution from that account over a period of 10 years. So you have to take a minimum distribution, and the account has to be fully utilized by the um, year in year 10. So that requires some planning, especially if you had not planned on adding that to your asset base and you're going to take those distributions and it depending on the size of the, um, the IRA that you're going to inherit, we can run some tax projections. Yes, but the rule as it stands is that you inherit an IRA from a non-spouse, you roll that into an inherited IRA account, and then you start taking a distribution from that account and, of course, there's some other caveats, too. We won't get into those here. But as a rule of thumb, you're going to take a distribution annually, and then that account has to be fully depleted by year 10. And as far as the taxes, it's ordinary income. So based on all of your other income, it just adds on to the income on the tax return. So it's ordinary income tax. All right. Let's uh, squeeze in one question. Uh, Peter, okay. also from the podcast, I'm 55 with 600000 saved for retirement. Is it possible to retire at 62? claim Social Security and live off 6000 a month the rest of my life? Well, I think I know what the answer is. It depends, right, guys, on this one, it right? It depends. Yeah. Peter, thank you for listening. It does depend. We want to say yes, but it it, it depends. There's a, um, it depends a, on what your Social Security is, for one, because if you're taking $6,000 a month, um, 
uh, out of a uh, $600,000 retirement account. In a retirement account. So you're really, you're taking out, you know, $72,000 a year. So you're withdrawing in excess of 10% a year. Uh, actually, you're withdrawing about 12% a year. Um, that would probably, just off the cuff, I would tell you that that's Run probably out. not a hot idea. No. Um, uh, but, you know, if, you're, if your early retirement or your early Social Security is you know twenty five hundred bucks, then you're drawing down four thousand. And if you have a pension or yeah, some then, other, yeah, then you're drawing down yeah. four thousand dollars a month, but you're still taking out almost nine percent, nine and a half percent. So that's probably uh, my recommendation would be no. Uh, my longer term recommendation to you would be call. Yeah, no, and call. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, really, because you, I because mean, really, yeah. you, you need to have a plan of action. Look, everybody that we talk to and everybody that we meet with, we affect, we positively affect their situation in some way, shape, or form. Uh, the way you don't benefit is to not take action. You've got to take action. You've got to have a plan. We will do that plan for you, and we will do that at no cost and no obligation. We do leave openings on our calendar every week for listeners to come in, and we will do that plan for you. We will ask you to bring some documentation in with you uh, that will help us assemble that plan. And if they bring their documentation, Robin, what else do they get when they come in? Yes, by bringing in that documentation for us to analyze, you will receive a fee assessment and a risk analysis. You will receive an income tax analysis, and you will receive a customized lifetime income plan all at no cost, no obligation. Just pick up the phone, give us a call, or send us a text message. We've got William standing by. All right. Here is the phone number. It is 800-757-6062, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E, to 600-700. Our goal at the show here is help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about, how it may apply to your own situation, simply pick up the phone, punch those numbers in, 800-757-6062, or text INFINITE to 600-700. You deserve a more confident plan to retirement, stress-free, peace of mind. That's what you get when you get on the phone and call Kevin and Robin and William standing by. One more time on the number before we go, 800-757-6062 or text INFINITE to 600-700. And I do want to remind you, if you miss any of this show, you get the podcast, Wealth Over Taxes, wherever you get your podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. Well, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. Look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Wealth Over Taxes with Kevin and Robin. Guys, I enjoyed it as always. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Thanks Gary. Thanks, Gary. Have Enjoy the weekend, weekend, everybody. Advisory services offered through Naples Asset Management Company, LLC, NAMCOA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Sullivan and Robin Whitlock provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC. By contacting Infinite Wealth Advisors, LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products. Insurance products and advisory services may only be provided to residents whom an insurance agent or advisor is properly licensed or registered. Please consult with us or your financial advisor for more information.